Hey friend, I'm Robin May and a few of the professional hats that I wear includes being a transformational speaker, a life coach, and a licensed therapist. And personally, well, I'm a wife, a mommy to three girls, and a pastor's wife, just to name a few. Girl, I'm over here doing all the things while trying to stay in shape and keep my skin clear. But the truth is, I don't want to be known for being busy. I think that's a scheme that somebody set up. No, I want to be known for living a life that is in perfect alignment with what God intended. And I want to help you do the same. So it's with that in mind, I'd like to welcome you right here to Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Over here, we're creating a safe space to have real conversations with real women on real topics. This is a judgment-free zone where we can be vulnerable and honest and curious about our lives so that we can elevate not just what we do, but who we are. So if any of that resonates with you, again, welcome to our safe space. This is Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Hey, sis, one more thing before we get started. Listen, a few years ago, I started asking women to define what happiness means to them. And when I tell you, I was shocked how hard it was for women to put into words their happiness. And the truth is, I could relate to it, girl. Life can sometimes get so crazy that it's hard to be clear on what happiness looks like and feels like to you. And so with that in mind, I created the absolutely free five-day Define Your Happy Challenge. I am on a mission to help 1,000 women define their happy. So if you're ready to get clear about what makes you happy, head on over to defineyourhappy.com. Okay, that's it for real now, y'all. Let's get started with this week's episode. Hey, girl, sis, listen, I have been waiting for this moment right here. I have been waiting to welcome you to Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Listen, if you're watching this on YouTube, you see me getting my Vanna White on. Why do I feel like I got to do that every time? But I'm so excited to welcome you to episode one, y'all. This is history making and you are here with me and I'm so honored and I'm so excited and a bit nervous. I have a nine-year-old daughter. I'll talk about my daughters in a minute, but I have a nine-year-old daughter who does gymnastics. And so she'll say I'm nervous and excited. And so she'll say I'm nerve-sighted. And so that's me, y'all, because this conversation has me a little bit nervous. As you can see, I'm talking a mile a minute, so I'm going to slow down because I am totally nervous about sharing this conversation with you. But if I preach transparency, if I preach vulnerability, I got to live it. And so that's going to be the heartbeat of our conversation today. But first, in case we've never met, let me introduce myself. My name is Robin May. Right here, Robin May. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, I'm just over here highlighting my name, girl. That's all. But I am Robin May. I am a licensed therapist and a life coach, and I've committed my life to helping people live life. I call living life, living intentionally, fully engaged. I want to help you get off of the sidelines of your own life. I want to help you elevate not just what you do, but who you are. I love having real conversations with real women on real topics. And baby, that's what's going to happen here on this podcast. If you missed the preview episode, please, please, please go check it out because I tell you all of what you can expect and what I want you to do when you check out our podcast. I want you to get you some tea or some coffee because I'm always going to have me some tea or coffee. I'm going to light a candle. 
I'm gonna have on my fuzzy socks. Can y'all see my fuzzy socks? And I'm gonna sit crisscross and we are gonna have a real conversation. So we're here, sis, and I'm ready to dive in. If you've been rocking with me for a while, you know that I keep notes in front of me because if not, I will be down the street around the corner and you'll try to follow what I'm saying. I'll always come back to the point, but you will have to chase the rabbits and go down the rabbit trails like I do. And I'm going to try my best. I can't promise you a lot, but I'm going to try my best to not do that too much. And so in honor of setting the tone of how our time is going to be each time we get together, can I go ahead and keep it all the way real with y'all? This is my second time recording this episode. And the reason it's my second time is because I recorded it, I was done, and I got nervous. I got nervous and I just deleted it and I decided I was going to start all over because I'm really being transparent about motherhood and my thoughts about motherhood. And I don't often talk about this in open settings because motherhood is a very delicate topic. And I often feel some kind of way, like the young folks say when I talk about it. And so I'm gonna be vulnerable with you all today. And so I said, let me just start fresh. I preach transparency, so I'm gonna have to live transparently. So I am gonna dive in. And listen, I don't even wanna call this just a podcast. I want this to be our safe space. I want it to be judgment-free. I want us to be able to share the good and the not so good. I want us to be open and vulnerable and transparent. And so that's what I'm going to try to do today. All right. Let me tell you what our topic is for today or for this series. Now, remember, if you didn't watch the preview episode, I want you to go back and watch the preview episode. But I will tell you this. For this podcast, for our safe space, we are going to focus our topics on series. So we'll have a series that we dive into somewhere between four to eight weeks. Now, every once in a while, we'll have a one-off episode, something that's not necessarily within a series. But for the most part, we're going to focus on a series and just unpack that topic over the course, again, of four to eight weeks. So let me tell you what our topic is for the next seven or so weeks. Are you ready? We are going to be talking about motherhood, martyr, and mental health. Motherhood, martyr or martyrs, and mental health. And now let me keep it very real. I'm recording this in May for the second time. I'm hoping you are going to hear this in May because we're talking about motherhood and May is when we celebrate Mother's Day and we're talking about mental health and May is Mental Health Awareness Month and maybe my last name is May. So I want the podcast to launch in May. So I am crossing my fingers and praying. But listen, if you love Jesus, you can't cross your fingers and pray. You have to choose which one. Either you're going to pray or you're going to have luck. So I am praying. I am praying that you are listening to this or watching this in May because that means I met my deadline. But if not, I'm not going to let this stop me. If this does not air in May, just understand, charge it to my head and not my heart. Okay, let me give you the topic again. It is motherhood, martyrs, and mental health. But listen, if you are not a mother, do not log off. This is for you too. Even if you are not a mother, remember, we're diving into all aspects of motherhood, martyrs, and mental health. 
And I want you to understand, I'm going to talk about this a little bit at the end of our time together. I want you to understand that your relationship with your mother has a direct impact on how you show up as a woman. Your relationship with your mother, whether it was beautiful, whether it was challenging, whether it was a combination of both, you are directly impacted by your relationship with your mother. And we're going to dive into that. And if my mama happens to be listening to this, hey, mama, I tell my mother all the time, if I can be just half the mother, half the mother she was, I would be doing a good job. But as dope as she is, as amazing as she is, we talk about it at times. There are even things with my relationship with my mother, what I saw with her, how we um, operate together. There are things even in that relationship that I see showing up in my life. And so we're going to dive into that. So even if you're not a mom, all of this is going to be for you. All right. I need you to understand, girl, there is a whole crisis going on. Mothers are spiraling. If you are a mother and you are spiraling, can you just type in the comment section and say, sis, I feel heard. Just type, sis, I feel heard. Mothers are spiraling. If you um, have a mother wound, which, girl, I can almost tell you, you do a mother wound over our time together. We'll talk about that. But our mother wounds are bleeding. Women are struggling. And I want us to be able to talk about it. And so I'm going to put myself on blast first. I always say, I'm going to share my crazy so you don't have to share yours. And so I'm going to talk about a sensitive topic from about motherhood and how I often feel different <laughs> when it comes to motherhood. And I'm going to finally put that on blast publicly. And I don't think I've ever done this. So I have three daughters. First, let me take a sip so that I can go ahead and get my courage up. This ain't number coffee, though. So everybody calm down. This is just coffee. Hold on. If you're sipping coffee, if you're sipping tea, if you're sipping some water, sis, if you, I don't know when you're listening to this, if it's eight o'clock in the morning, you sipping something other than coffee or tea or water, don't even tell me. Don't tell me. Ain't no judgment, but don't tell me. Hold on. All right. So I have three daughters and I said that. So y'all should just go ahead and start praying. <laughs> I have three daughters. They are 16, 14. And then I have the nerve to have a nine-year-old and I am knocking. You hear that? I'm knocking at 50. And so I have a 16-year-old, a 14-year-old, and a nine-year-old. And y'all, motherhood challenges all of who your girl is. Motherhood challenges all of who I am. Listen, I thought a lot about marriage before I got married. And over the time of our podcast, our safe space, we'll get into relationships and marriage. But I thought a lot about marriage before I got married. And it's probably because of how we entered into marriage. I didn't think a lot about motherhood. I don't think I prepared as much for motherhood. And I knew I wanted to be a mom, but I think I thought it would just all come very naturally. And while some of it does, sis, some of the real, real work of motherhood has not come naturally for me. So I sometimes have to rock my shirt that I have on. It says wife, mom, boss. Just to remind myself, girl, you are a wife, you are a mom, and you are a boss, right? And so many times motherhood can be challenging for me and this is the part i want to share with you that feels vulnerable but y'all when i was a new mom um 16 years ago when i first had my oldest daughter ryan y'all you know how there are these mommy groups and back then i think facebook was just kind of coming on the scene and there were all these mommy groups. and maybe before it was facebook maybe there were some other groups i just can't remember 
Y'all, I never fit into mommy groups. I just never felt like I fit into those groups. And, and let me say this, don't get me wrong. It wasn't because I wasn't all into being a mom because I really was. I was a bit, let me just say this. Now, listen, I don't want you to get offended what I'm about to say. Okay, let me take another sip. Hold on. I don't want you to get offended. Is there a, y'all, I thought there was a whole tag under there. It's not a tag. Listen, I don't want you to get offended by what I'm about to say, but y'all know how new moms are. New moms are special. Y'all, new moms are special. And I was that new mom. My friends tell the story of this letter whenever they would watch my oldest daughter, Ryan, when she was a baby. I had this letter, y'all. I still have it somewhere. Somebody remind me to share it. It literally was like, if she turns to the left, she's hungry. If she turns to the right, she's thirsty. If she doesn't um, kick her right foot, that means she is not ready to go to sleep. Y'all, it was ridiculous. So I was all into being a mommy, but there was this thing in mommy groups where I felt like, oh, this is the part that's going to make me feel bad, but I'm just trying to keep it all the way real. Okay. So y'all see, I have all my fuzzy socks. I told y'all that, but there was this thing in mommy groups where I felt like motherhood was their sole and only identity. And here's the thing, you know, when I think about that now, let me pause for a minute, because when I think about that now, I may be projecting on them. This is how I felt back then. And as I was thinking about our conversation today, I was thinking about how I used to feel, but maybe I'm projecting on them because I felt like mommyhood was all they ever wanted to talk about. But now as I'm thinking about it, maybe they talked about other things in other groups. But here I was a new mom and yes, I wanted to know um, all about the babies. I wanted to know what diapers we should use. I wanted to know what to do about a colicky baby. But I also wanted to talk about how not to lose yourself. I also wanted to talk about how can you still follow your dreams? Yo, I was the kind of mom when we would schedule play dates, I felt like, okay, today I have the babies. And you go do what you want to do. You go relax. You go get caught up on work. You go to sleep. You go to the spa. And then next week, you have the babies, and I'll go do that. But no, I didn't have to, Oh, we go all just sit together. Okay, with the babies. Like, I'm telling you, I was always the oddball. I always felt so off, y'all. And the reason why I often felt nervous about that is because I felt like I was doing something wrong as a woman and as a mother because again although motherhood meant and means the world to me and it is a beautiful blessing it wasn't the only priority of my life and y'all as i have continued in motherhood now for 16 years and as i have continued to support hundreds of women through counseling, through coaching, through ministry, I have realized something, y'all. Y'all ready for this? Isn't that a song? Now, if you can't rock with me busting out in random songs on this podcast, I'm not the girl for you. But isn't that a song? Are you ready for this? It goes with one, two. Am I mixing songs? Anyway, there is something I have learned about all of us. Sis, hear me. All of us are trying to figure it out, whether it is motherhood, whether it is marriage, whether it is our career, 
Some of y'all are trying to figure out divorce. You're trying to figure out co-parenting. Some of y'all are trying to figure out how to fund college. Some of y'all are trying to get in the pre-K or the preschool lottery. We're trying to figure out about businesses. We're trying to maintain adult friendships. We're trying to figure out about weight loss. We're trying to manage our skin. Can we talk about skin for a minute? I'm almost 50. I keep telling y'all that. And why do I still have to deal with acne? I, I just think certain things should just not be going on. I am almost 50. So we're trying to figure out all of this, y'all. We are all trying to figure it out. Whether you are a stay-at-home mom, whether you are a working mom, whether you are a single mom, whether you are a married mom, you might be a married mom who feels like a single mom. Maybe you are, I am trying to be a mom. Maybe you are, I am so over being a mom. Whatever it is, girl, we are all trying to figure it out. It's all crazy. It's all overwhelming. And I am committed to, cre to creating safe spaces for us to have the real conversation with as little judgment as possible. So remember, our topic for this series for the next seven weeks or so is motherhood, martyrs, and mental health. And I'm by myself for this episode, but over the next few weeks, I'm going to have two or maybe three of my girlfriends showing up, popping up on the podcast so that we can dive into all of this. But today's conversation, we're going to lean into this part of the conversation, and it is this. Motherhood and martyrs should not be synonymous. Now, I don't know if you know I'm a pastor's wife. And I'm also a pastor and I am a preacher. And so pastors and preachers want you to repeat after them. So can you repeat after me? Motherhood and martyrs should not be synonymous. And I know that sounds a little bit dramatic, but you know how as moms, we can just be like, oh, Lord. I got to die to myself. I can't do nothing for myself. Everything has to center around my children. Everything about my children comes for nothing about me matters. We just are being martyrs. We're just dying on the heel of motherhood. And y'all, I just don't think that that's how motherhood has to be done. I think many of us believe that in order to be a good mom, that means we have to neglect all of who we are. And I just don't believe that that is true. And this is where I often feel like an oddball. So if I'm not by myself, can you let me know in the chat? Can you DM me on Instagram, Robin May online? I just need to know that I'm not by myself. I'm being very serious about this because this is such a delicate conversation because here's the thing if you run into me in the mall and you say hey girl how's it you and those girls i'm gonna tell you girl they running our lives because they are and so i get it but i don't believe that mother and martyr has to be synonymous i don't believe we have to just give up everything that matters to us in order to get the stamp of approval of good mom If you're listening to this on a podcast app, I just took a sip. When you hear a pause, that's what I'm doing. What you're supposed to do is have somebody edit out those pauses. But sis, when I, when I get to that level, I will. But I'm just let you see me pause or hear me pause in that moment. Okay. So let's talk about what is the definition of a martyr. Now watch this definition. Watch this because some of y'all, I'm going to lose y'all here. Here's the definition of martyr. A martyr is someone, here's just one of the many definitions of a martyr 
is someone who sacrifices life or something of great value for a principle or for a cause. One who sacrifices life or something of great value for a principle or for a cause. So when I read that, and when I read that, some of you are like, yeah, Robin, that's exactly who I am as a mom. And I'm proud of that. Yes, I am going to sacrifice my life because of for my children. They are the greatest cause of all. So yes, I will sacrifice my life for my children. And I get you, sis. I'm telling you, I get you. I do the same thing. There is nothing I wouldn't do for my girls. There is nothing I would move heaven and hell. If they don't have it, I'm going to go figure out how to get it. I am that mom. I am that mom who has to resist going up to that school, getting them little girls together who be trying my daughter. I am that mom. I'm all in. But what I'm concerned about is when mothers buy into the cultural expectation that who they are personally no longer matters once they become a mom. Let me say that again. I am concerned that when mothers buy into the cultural expectation that who they are personally no longer matters once they become a mom and they believe that. I'm concerned about that, y'all, because I don't believe that. And honestly, y'all think it's a bit dangerous and it creates enmeshed or enmeshed relationships between mothers and their children. When I'm working with my clients, I define enmeshment as when you don't know where you end and the other person begins and vice versa. That was actually an India Ari song. I don't know where you begin, where, where he ends and I begin. Somebody remind me of how that tune goes. I'm going to look it up after that. That's an NDRE song. But enmeshment is when you don't know where you end and that person begins and vice versa. You don't have your own thoughts, your own beliefs, your own goals. All of it is wrapped up in this person or that person's um, dreams and goals and thoughts are all wrapped up in your, in you. There's no um, autonomy. That's enmeshment. But here's another definition. Let me read it to you. Enmeshment describes relationships that lack boundaries, such that roles and expectations are confused. And when it comes to parents and children, it means, watch this, that parents are overly and inappropriately reliant on their children for support. And children are not allowed to become emotionally independent or separate from their parents. Y'all, that is enmeshment. Do y'all need me to read it to you again? I will. Enmeshment describes relationships that lack boundaries, such that roles and expectations are confused. When it comes to parents and children, it means that parents are overly and inappropriately reliant on their children for support. And that could be emotional support. That could be your self-worth is tied into them. That could be those are your only, your children are your only friends. And children are not allowed to become emotionally independent or separate from their parents. I'm reading this amazing book. This is not in my notes. I'm reading this amazing book. I think it's called The Seven Stages of Female um, Adolescent Development. I might be butchering that. But it talks about how important it is that our children go through the stages of separating from your parents so that you can have your own thoughts 
sort through what you believe, sort through your value systems. And yeah, now I'm a woman of faith and the Bible tells me to train up a child in the way they should go when they're older, they shall not depart from it. And actually when you break that scripture down, it really means train up a child in the way they are naturally bent. And when they're older, they will not depart from it help them to see their gifting, their strength, how God has uniquely created them. So when I talk about children being able to sort through what they believe and their value system, I'm not talking about them leaving the faith. If you're a believer, I'm not talking about you not sharing your family values. I'm saying that we have to give our children the opportunity to get clear about how they show up and how they process separate from you. All right. So why am I going here? I keep looking down at my time because my goal is for our episodes to be 20 minutes. And I think I'm already close to 20 minutes. So episode one is going to be a little bit longer, probably about 30, 35 minutes. But it's my podcast and I'll do what I want to. I told y'all we're going to do random songs. So our episode today is going to be a little bit longer. So hang in there with me. Okay. So why am I going there? Why am I talking about that? Why did I want to open this up for our first episode? Because sis, I want to help you live life. Remember, life is living intentionally, fully engaged. I want you to get off of the sidelines of your own life. So many of us are allowing our understudy to get top billing. We are not at the center of our lives right there allowing God to guide us and direct us. We are living passive lives. We're dipping our toe in the water instead of diving all the way in. I want you to fully live out the life that God has called you to live. And sometimes that means having real conversations, even if those conversations are tough. And motherhood is such a consuming aspect of so many of our, of our lives. Motherhood is so consuming. And again, here I go trying to help you understand what I'm trying to say. You see me trying to defend my position. I want y'all to feel me and I don't want y'all to judge me. So let me say, I am all in with motherhood, y'all. I don't play about my three daughters. I talk about this topic a lot with one of my girlfriends and she knows that I often feel like the oddball in motherhood. And she told me this a couple of years ago. I can't remember why, but she was very much enmeshed, look at me, embedded in helping me um, with the girls, with my three daughters. Let me just pause and say this. I have a whole husband. Let's be very clear. Let me take another sip. I have a whole husband because by the time I finish this episode, it's going to sound like I am a, no, listen, I have a whole husband. His name is Lee, baby. And Lee is the best partner. We partner in parenting together. I'm just having a girlfriend, a girlfriend chat talking about motherhood. So just know I ain't doing this by myself. But my girlfriend was helping us. I don't know why, but for some reason during that time, she was really hands on helping us with the girls. We have a very demanding life. And sometimes we, a lot of times, not sometimes, let's be clear. Let's be clear, a lot of times we need support. So a couple of years, now we've been friends for years and years and years, but a couple of years ago, she was really enmeshed. I keep saying enmeshed. I don't want to say she was enmeshed. She was not enmeshed. She was really helping us. And so she described it like this. She said, Robin, I know you get sensitive about this topic of motherhood. And she said, it's because you are so serious about raising independent daughters. And I am. I'm like, cuckoo. And I'm like, you're going to be independent. You're going to be able to, take care of yourself. You're going to know what you believe. You're going to walk out your dreams. And she said, you talk about that so much that people may not know how your daughter might 
call you at 2 p.m. when you're on with a client and say she left her fingernail polish at school, I mean, at home, and you're trying to figure out, oh, Lord, how am I going to get her her fingernail polish? She said they would never know that side of you. And so I don't want you to think that I'm some absentee mama. <laughs> I'm really not. But I am a mama who is serious about making sure that I honor my values and my values do start with being a, a woman of God, a wife, look, wife, mind, boss. This is the order. But I want to make sure that I'm catering to all aspects of who I am. Okay, so what I want this conversation to be is a conversation that helps you, sis, expand how you define being a good mother. Sis, you can be a good mom and have time to yourself. You can be a good mom and set boundaries. You can be a good mom and say no. You can be a good mom and hold your children accountable. You can be a good mom and go on vacation by yourself. I want you to add to the list. As a matter of fact, can we start a petition where we're putting on our social media? You can be a good mom and dot, dot, dot. Can you put that on your social media and tell them to come listen to this podcast? You can be a good mom and dot, dot, dot. Fill in the blank. You can be a good mom and what is it that you want to do? You can get the stamp of approval of being a good mom and still prioritize yourself. I know that just trips somebody up, but I'm going to say it again and I'm going to say it boldly. You can be a good mom, even a great mom, and still find time to prioritize yourself. Now, sis, I'm not telling you that it's easy. And I don't necessarily even believe that it is balanced. But what I am telling you is that you can absolutely do it. Listen to this statistic. Did you know that 51% of moms say that they are anxious and depressed? And y'all, that's not okay with me. That is not okay with me and that should not be okay with you. And here's the thing, if we don't talk about it, we'll all stay on this crazy cycle. We'll keep putting these unfair demands on ourselves. We'll keep thinking we're the only ones struggling. We'll keep comparing ourselves to other moms. We'll keep comparing our children to other children, y'all. I was scrolling on social media the other day. This is real life. And, you know, this is around, I told you I'm recording this in May, so this is around graduation time. And I don't even have a child that's a senior, but it's graduation and it's end of the year. Y'all, and my kids are doing some phenomenal things. This is just how crazy this comparison is. I'm like, huh, their child is the top scholar and the top athlete and going to the top. I'm like, oh, Lord, what am I doing wrong? Because we are so busy comparing, trying to measure up to some impossible standard. No, ma'am, Sam, we need to stop doing it to ourselves. And can I tell y'all why I'm so passionate about this? I'm so passionate about this because I've had the privilege of being on the front lines of so many women's lives. And I truly count it a privilege. I've helped so many women navigate the terrains of their life. And sis, I have watched so many women realize that they played the martyr role. They gave up on all things that had to do with themselves in order to be a mom. And one of two things often happened. They either became completely lost once their children left, left the home because they did not have an identity outside of their children, or when it was time for their children to leave the home, 
they sometimes unintentionally, they didn't even realize that they were holding their child back, not giving them the room and the space to create their own life, to have some type of autonomy, because again, they were so wrapped up in their children's lives. Now let's take a minute, take a sip of whatever you're drinking, because we need to take a deep breath. Take a deep breath with me, sis, because there is no judgment. See, when we have tough conversations, we can often filter them through a filter of judgment instead of putting on a lens of curiosity. Let me give it to you again, sis. The gift you can give yourself is to not filter through a filter of judgment, but simply put on a lens of curiosity. We just need to be curious about our lives and curious about how we show up and curious about why we do what we need to do. I think one of the reasons we stay stuck is because we don't have safe spaces to keep it real. We don't have safe spaces to say, I'm exhausted. This is hard. I don't even know if my kids like me. I don't even know if I like them. I wonder if my child is gonna be okay. What in the world is going on with my grown child? This one is doing okay, but that one is struggling. We don't have the space or the room to talk about that. But not over here, girl, not over here. You can say all of that and we're not judging. We are just having a conversation and we're just staying curious and we're just keeping it real. I want us to live. And I don't think that happens only after your children are grown and out of the house, especially because some of y'all know sometimes they don't even leave. So we don't have to wait till our children are adults to live. Hear me, sis. You can live a full life right now. Now listen, how you do that may be different than how I do that. How you define a full life may be different than how I define a full life. If you have, have not considered getting into the Life Academy and going through the seven steps to life where I help you craft a life guide, I want you to consider doing that because what I want you to do is get clear on your values, not my values, so that you can craft a life that honors your values. Because hear me, when you don't honor your deepest values, you will live with an undercurrent of life dissatisfaction. So if you're in interested in the Life Academy, head on over to You Can Live Life, youcanlivelife.com to learn all about it. But again, listen to me. The way you show up as a mom may be different than how I show up, how your bestie shows up, how your sorority sister shows up, but you can be a good mom. You can be a great mom and have a full life. So I want you to repeat after me. Well, first, I want you to hear what I'm gonna say and then decide if you want to repeat after me. Listen to this. I want you to say, motherhood defines a part of who I am, not all of who I am. Motherhood defines a part of who I am, not all of who I am. Did you repeat after me? If so, say, sis, I repeat it after you. Put it in the comment section or DM me on Instagram and say, Robin, you were talking to me. I also want you to do a little exercise. I want you to take some time to write out a list of some things that you can do this week to just prioritize yourself for a little bit. Maybe you can take yourself out to dinner by yourself. 
Maybe you can go out with your girlfriends. Maybe you can write out that business plan you've been putting off. Maybe, girl, you need to redo the chores list because you know that son of yours is old enough to get in there and sweep. You know that daughter of yours can get in there and mop, do those dishes. I want you to redo the chores list so that you're not doing it all by yourself. And I want to say this as I close. So again, remember, what I want you to take away from this is that motherhood defines a part of who you are. It doesn't define all of who you are. There are other aspects of you that are critically important. There are other aspects of me. I have to be available to my husband. I want to be available to my mama. I'm a daughter. I want to be available to my sister. I have friends. I have my career. Now, again, with my values, I only have so much time in the day. And so I have to allocate my time in a way that honors my values. And so my children do get most of my time. But I do carve out. Wait a minute. Is that statement true? Do my children get most of my time? I don't know if that statement is true. They get most of my thought life. <laughs> I can tell you that. They get a lot of my time because we have young children. And so we're running around a lot for them. Maybe you are an empty nester and the adult children are not in the home, but you still feel very burdened and you're having a hard time living your life because you are so worried about your children. Motherhood defines a part of who you are. It doesn't define all of who you are. Now, as we close this, I want to say this to you. Um, I have been a therapist now for almost or a little bit over 15 years. And when I first came into the field, often one of the presenting issues when helping people and today for our conversation, women navigate their journey, we often talked about the challenges they had with their father, whether their father was in the home, uh, present or not. But over the last five to seven years, there has been a distinct shift. And I think I have a theory on why. There's been a distinct shift, a distinct shift where there is way more of a need to unpack my clients' relationships with their mothers. Now, if you are dating girl, I have a whole theory about men and their mothers, baby, I have a whole theory, but I ain't got time for that right now. I'm not going to say, call me. I'll talk to you about it. But there has been a shift and I've had to do a lot to help women or people, but particularly women today, unpack their relationships with their mothers. I'm going to tell you my theory on that. Um, I think that society has put a lot of emphasis on the absence of fathers even though that may not be your reality there culturally there seems to be a lot of focus on that and it's not as much of a taboo as it once was when i was growing up if you knew your father if you didn't know your father but the mother relationship is held so sacred and a lot of times we have this fantasy idea of what your mother should be and how she should show up and if you didn't have that or if you don't have that, then it creates this um, cognitive dissonance and you're having to sort through that. And so there's a lot of work that I'm doing helping people unpack the relationship they have with their mother. And so if that resonates with you, I want you to stay tuned over the next seven weeks because we're going to get into that, sis, because like I said at the top, 
regardless if your mother hung the stars and the, the, the moon, there are still some dynamics that are worth unpacking. Sis, I've enjoyed our time together. Girl, this was hard for me because this was kind of sensitive for me. This is my first time sharing my thoughts on motherhood in this way. If my daughters are watching this child, they probably not. But if my daughters are watching this, I hope you all know that you are the heartbeats of my life. I sometimes wonder how I function with my heart walking around outside my body three times. But it is my deepest prayer, girls, that you see me living a full life so that when you are a mom, you too will live a full life. All right, sis, I'll see you at the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Listen, these conversations are to help you live intentionally, fully engaged, to help you elevate not just what you do, but who you are. And listen, I am committed to being in the trenches with you. If you haven't already, make sure you head on over to youcanlivelife.com slash academy. Yes, girl, the academy doors are open. This is where you get to dive into further conversations on our podcast topics. We get to dive into the trenches of the life course, the course that I have created to help you create the life that you long for. And we get to have monthly office hours where you can ask me any questions you have about all of this. Girl, Life Academy is where we can do life together. So head on over to youcanlivelife.com slash academy.